Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are speaking with Lillian Watson, who just got back from a Shades of Green vow renewal and is going to give us some great insight into how events over there work. Uh, Before we talk to her, I want to just tell you a little bit about how that works. Shades of Green is the former Disney Golf Resort, so it's right on property, right near the Polynesian, and it is reserved for members of the military and the government. It's a great venue for weddings because their prices are a lot lower than Disney's fairy tale weddings, and it's really close to everything else at Disney, so that if you have your event there, it's really easy to go someplace else if you want to go catch the fireworks after your event, and it's just really convenient. The catch is that you have to have a military or a government sponsor in order to plan your event there. So this is great if you know somebody who's in the government or the military who can sponsor you. They need to actually be staying with you when you have your event. So it really works well for military families, anyone with a military or government connection, but it isn't open to everybody. So those who are lucky enough to qualify, I think, find that it's a great value. They offer a package that's sort of similar to Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Escape package, but it's far cheaper. It's less than $1,000, and it has a lot more stuff in it, you know, photography, floral. But you don't even have to do a package at Shades of Green. You can also do things a la carte. So if you just want to have your ceremony there, you just pay the cost of the site that you want, and that's it. There's no food and beverage minimum unless you're doing a catered event through them. Or, you know, if you eat at the restaurant, sometimes the menus, if you want to do a set menu, there's a minimum price. But again, it can be a really economical alternative. So let's talk to Lily a little bit about her event and learn more about Shades of Green Weddings. Welcome, Lily. Hi. Thanks for joining me on the show today. I'm really interested to hear how you guys decided on a Shades of Green event for your vow renewal. Actually, it was my husband's choice. Um, originally, we were planning a vow renewal here at Fort Campbell um, with just sundresses and cowboy boots, kind of something Southern. But our venue was already up with a venue and photography. We were already up over $2,000. And a lot of our family here really wasn't open to the idea. So while my husband was deployed to Afghanistan, he asked, well, what about we just do it at Disney World? We're going to be down there anyway. And it actually worked out perfectly. We decided to do it in, in the month that we had met, you know, so 15 years to the day. It was kind of nice. We had looked originally at the Disney Memories package, um, the one they were offering for, I think it was 1991 at the time. And um, we had booked with them. We hadn't signed our contract yet or anything, but we had written, you know, gotten penciled in and everything. And I found out that Shades of Green was offering an intimate vow renewal package for a location, cake, champagne, photography, I think pictures, CD, rights, um, flowers, efficient. It was a lot less expensive. I mean, I think it was down to $895. Wow. And um, even adding in the harpist that we use, we were still well under the 1991 for the memories package. 
So we opted to go for there, which was really kind of exciting for us because Shades of Green is like a second home for us. If we're not there, we're at the Pop Century. But we do prefer Shades of Green simply because it's got the bigger rooms. That's great. It sounds like it all really dovetailed. And how neat that you actually got to have your event on the day of your 15-year anniversary of meeting. That's great. So now, which venues at Shades of Green did you choose for your ceremony? And did you do any kind of a reception there? Um, we had the gazebo at the Shades of Green. Um, it's kind of behind the main building. It's really pretty. It's got uh, koi ponds to the sides of it. And it's got a little deck to it. There we had actually the ceremony and our um, cake and champagne reception. So it was really all convenient in one location. We did dinner afterwards. Um, it wasn't part of the day. It was extra. Um, but we did eat at Mangino's afterwards with all our wedding group and everything. Oh, that's neat. Did you use their like set menus for a large group or did everybody just order off the menu? We just ordered off the menu, which was funny. A lot of our food came back wrong, so we ended up sending some of it back and getting it fixed. And then our uh, our waiter asked one of my friend's husbands to pour his own drink. So, But yeah, we ended up eating there and just having some fun. So did you work with a wedding planner at Shades of Green or did you pretty much do it all yourself? Well, we were assigned an event planner because Shades of Green doesn't actually set aside people specifically for wedding planning. And it was very evident that they didn't. Um, a lot of the wedding, they do a lot of weddings there, but honestly, it kind of feels unpersonable, I guess, to say. Um, the day of the event, she was really hard to find, and I actually was shown where to go by my photographer. And um, that included pulling my train out the door and actually opening my own door and stuff. It was, it was frustrating to work with her, to say the least, I guess. Hmm. Would you recommend that future brides and grooms maybe hire an outside coordinator? Or do you think that if they just know going in, okay, I'm going to get really very little help, they could pretty much do it on their own? If they're prepped, they could do it on their own. But if they're like massively like meticulous on every little detail, I would hire an outside planner, um, someone that's great to work with because you don't want to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off kind of like we did. Um, we were looking for where we were supposed to be, and the guys actually ended up not being able to walk out, and neither did the mother of the groom, um, because we had no clue where we were supposed to be that day. We hadn't had a rehearsal. They just said, we're just going to go out and do this. So we had no clue where to meet, nothing, and they ended up walking out to find out what we were doing, and they're just like, oh, just stay here. You're fine now. So we lost some of our processional, I guess. Oh, that's a shame. But you did have, let's see, you brought in a harpist. How did you find the harpist? I found Catherine Way on the internet. I googled um, harpist for Orlando, and I listened to a couple of different ones that were offered, and I really liked Catherine's, um, she has a, like a page specifically for her music. And I went and listened to it, and I really liked some of the songs that she played specifically over the way another person played it. And I emailed her and we worked together and she even was willing to work in a few different Twilight songs. I'm such a Twi dork. But during the reception, she was able to work in Twilight songs, which was nice. That's very cool. So now, did you have a Twilight theme or a Disney theme or just sort of Twilight touches or was it was that the only? Well, our theme was actually love. I chose it because no matter where we are in life, because Dennis and I, we're, we've been separated most of our wet married life by the military. Um, but no matter what, love is the one thing that remained constant. 
So it was our theme. Our cake topper actually was just the word love. And um, in front of our cake said a little sign that said love is sweet. Love was more of the theme, but we did have Disney touches. The Twilight thing only came in with a couple different songs and the hair comb that I wore. Oh, interesting. Could you tell us a little bit about the hair comb? Oh my goodness. The hair comb was a surprise from Dennis. I was getting uh, my hair done and my mother-in-law called in Dennis and I couldn't figure out why he needed to be there while I got my hair done. But he ended up handing me a gift and I unwrapped it and it was the Bella hair comb. It was the, in um, Breaking Dawn part one, her dad gives her a comb with the blue sapphires in it. And our color was blue, so it worked out perfectly. But Dennis presented me with this and I had wanted it but I didn't say anything to him. I just said, oh, wow, this looks really pretty to my mother-in-law. And she had told him that I wanted it, and he got it and surprised me with it while I was getting my hair done. Wow, that's so sweet. He's so thoughtful. Now, we talked a little bit earlier before we started recording about Disney characters. You had wanted to maybe have Disney characters. Is that right? Yes, we did. Um, more Dennis so than I did. Um, he was really excited about trying to get Mickey to come. Um, but once we talked to the Shades of Green Planners, we found out that they actually don't offer it anymore despite it being listed on their website. They don't offer it due to Disney revoking the uh, rights to it. That's a shame. I, I wonder what happened there. Good to know. So can you give us an overview of how the day went from start to finish just so people can kind of visualize if they did an event at Shades of Green what it would be like? You get to set up for an hour. You actually don't have somebody that does your decorating for you unless you hire somebody. But we got about an hour to decorate. I did it from 12 to 1. Then you can you go back up to your room to start getting ready. They're very meticulous about being on time. They really don't like being late. So I rushed through hair and makeup because um, she had shown up a little bit late. And right at 3.30, the ceremony started. It was great. I mean, apparently a lot of Shades of Green brides are late, but my photographer made sure that we stayed on time. Great. Apparently, a lot of the efficients don't like to be behind even 15 minutes. So to save Reverend Knox some problems, we were ready on time. But the ceremony started right at 3.30. It lasted about 15 to 20 minutes. And then we moved right into cake and champagne. I do want to say, though, if you're going with Shades of Green with their intimate package and you're really wanting a cake to make your day, I would go get another cake made. This was the worst cake we've ever had. Whoa. Yeah. Nobody went back for seconds except for my son. Um, My husband didn't even finish his. He was, he, once he shoved it in my face, he was pretty much done. Uh, Was it just dry or melty or... It was very, very, very dry. It was kind of, it crumbled before you could really bite into it. It just wasn't what we were expecting, I guess. Hmm. Well, that's another good tip then. But once you get done with your cake and champagne, if you have time, they'll allow you to do like a first dance and stuff. You pretty much got the pavilion for two hours. So we had plenty of time. It was non-stress at that point. It was great to just relax. Um, we had our first dance. Catherine played Kiss the Girl for us. And that was actually our first dance ever. Aww. In 15 years, we finally got our first dance. So we had that. And then um, Photo Magic, which is Shades of Green's photography company, they took us off to go get pictures made. We had them for two hours. 
she really did make the best time of it. We ended up actually going across the street over to the Polynesian to get pictures made on the Polynesian beach and then up at Sunset Point. And we got some with the castle in the background and some with the Grand Floridian. And we even got some up at the monorail, but they made sure that we got wonderful pictures. That's great. After that, we pretty much were done. If you're going to go with shades of green though, and you have stuff that you want to be moved back to your room, you're going to have to say it at least three times because our stuff set, um, we had asked that our stuff be moved to our room instead of being moved to a box inside the catering department. And it ended up being put inside the catering department, which was closed by the time we got back from our photos. So we were set there without anything. And we had to come back days later once they opened back up and get our stuff, which was interrupted our vacation. Oh, nuts. That was it, though. <laughs> it was pretty how quickly it kind of goes through because it is just um, the ceremony, the cake and champagne and the photography. And then afterwards, you guys went to Mangino's? Yeah, it's a, it's a little restaurant that's um, on the bottom floor of Shades of Green. It, if you're coming back from the gazebo, you'll just walk into the door and it's right there on the same floor. It's their better of their restaurants, I guess. They have the garden gallery to one side and then you've got the... Mangina's, which is like a family Italian restaurant, but they do serve sandwiches and um, can't remember what everyone got, but I know they had pastas and sandwiches and just little different yummies and everything, and they bring your everything to you without question, pretty much. That's great. Now, was there anything in particular that you were kind of stressing about when you were planning or that you weren't sure how it was going to turn out, and how did that turn out? Um... I was worried about everything working with them. Um, I know that sounds really bad, but I'm such a control freak and I wanted to make sure everything was perfect. So I worried about the fact that the planner wouldn't call me back or email me back about certain things. Um, like we emailed once and called twice to let her know we were having Catherine come set up as a harpist instead of having a DJ. And she still never had that area set up for Catherine until I had to tell her the morning of. We did see her for about 15 minutes, so she remembered then, oh yes, I forgot. So she ended up rushing to set her up an area. Um, I had to call and verify three different times that they had received the cake topper, because they asked if it be mailed ahead of time. And finally on the third time, they're like, yes, yes, we have it, we have it. I'm like, okay, because it's like three days before we leave, and we need to know that you do have this. But yeah, I was, unimpressed with how how bad the the communication was between the event planning team and the bride. So would you even recommend Shades of Green or do you think it was just your experience with the event planner? I enjoyed the actual ceremony. I enjoyed Reverend Knox. I enjoyed the music. It was it was really a special day for us. I do love the fact that I had it there and I wouldn't change that. I would suggest requesting somebody different if you know at least a month into it that this isn't working out with you and your planner. Because I have uh, met other Shades of Green brides who said that it was perfect. They didn't have any issues with their planner. I think mine was just overly stressed because she had done three weddings within the two days prior. That's a good tip. I mean, it really was. It was a very, very magical day for us. We did get, you know, the on-property experience without the on-property price, I guess. Um, I, I actually loved it more than our original wedding, which was thrown together very quickly <laughs> and not in my way it was thrown together in my mom's way um 
but I did, I really did enjoy it. It was, once we exited the, the building, once I got out and was walking to it, that princess feeling came on. It was, it was full on just like magic at that point. I was staring at, well, I was trying to not fall down the aisle. Um, but once I made it up there, <laughs> the whole thing just, it was like nothing else mattered. I was there with my Prince Charming and we were having our time. That's sweet. So then what's your favorite memory from your day? Um, actually, that is just reciting our vows to each other. I mean, we've gone through a lot over the past nine years of marriage. Um, so it meant the world to know he was still committed. You know, we've been apart over half of it. We've been in the hospital, out of the hospital. Both of us have faced, you know, really bad times and our kids have been in and out of the hospital. We, we almost lost our little one when he was young. So to know that he still loved me no matter what and was willing to recommit his vows to me, that made it just the best part of the day. Oh, that's really sweet. Oh, is there any place online that people can go to read about your vow renewal or see photos? I've done a little bit of my trip report on Disboards. Um, I'm Elle Watson, but I haven't really put a lot. Um, there's some pictures up on there from my friend Lindsay. I'd, I'd met her while we were there. It was the first time we met was at the ceremony. Her and I had been talking online for three years and we'd never met in person. So it was nice to finally meet her. But she took pictures um, for us that I gotten posted and I just recently got in the photos from Shades of Green's photography company and I haven't posted those yet. But those are on the um, Diz Brides group. Oh, on Facebook. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. And I think that you've shared a lot of really valuable information that will help anyone considering a wedding or vow renewal at Shades of Green. Thank you. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>